welcome to the Luthercrest Podcast. This is our second episode. My name is Luke Monkey Lundberg, and with me today is Jody Johnson. Hey, everybody. Site director here at Luthercrest, uh, and we're hanging out on this beautiful November afternoon. Blue sky, sunny, warm for it, November. Yeah, it's wonderful. This is better than half the days we had last month. I'll take this for another month. Us Minnesotans talking about the weather. I know. Well, um, well uh, yeah. So this is our next. This is our next episode of the podcast, and uh, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that goes on here mm-hmm. at uh, at camp. Last week we kind of chatted about the uh, the history and a little bit of kind of why we do stuff. And today we're talking about the what we do. Um, Absolutely. Well, and Dave, actually, as I talked to him, he said, you know, you should mention that. And I actually brought it. I'm going to make. You have an announcement? I have an announcement. Okay, here we go. That Luthercrest is now. It says, congratulations on having an ACA accredited camp. Woo! There we go. Um, so if you want to know all the various things, that's kind of a good way to, one, toot our own horn a little bit, that we are an accredited camp, but also all the areas that are a part of that to say, well, what do we do here? So in order to be accredited, you have to pass sight and food service. have to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Site, so, so what are the different categories? They are sight and food service. Okay. Transportation vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, health and wellness. Operational management. Um, what am I forgetting? Human resources. Mm, yep. And Big then part. program actually has three separate ones. It's broken down into program design and activities. Program aquatics has its own separate and program oh, trip, I know. trip and travel. I know the aquatics one. Yes, you were pretty uh, pretty involved. darn well. So you can speak to. The process. Of yeah, that but we can't we can't mention our scores. No, no. Very clearly, it says, yeah. "As proud as you may be, we ask you <laughs> comply with our requirements that your scores be kept confidential." Okay, so we so. can say that we passed. Yeah. We got at least a D minus. And I can say that we did really, really well. Yeah, but just not not the actual score. It was like not a squeaker. We didn't yeah. squeak by. We are really, really. We did really well. Yeah. But other than that, nope, I cannot. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Um, ACA, if anybody is listening to this and doesn't know what that means, it's the American Camp Association. Uh, and they go around and look at all the, the camps that want to be uh, yeah. a, a camp association accredited. Not just Bible camps, though. It's like Boy Scout, Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. And it's a national organization, obviously, yep. not just. Um, and so they just go around and make sure that everything is ship shape and then they send you a little piece of paper in the mail that says good job and you can brag about it and now we have the right to tell people that we are accredited which is kind of nice when you're Mm -hmm. doing advertising or promotion if for a few parents and for some churches yeah. It's an important thing to be able to say that we have standards, mm-hmm. that we hold ourselves uh, up to high standards um, on a national level. Yeah. So that's nice to be able to say. And uh, I think 
you can can you see what some of those standards are yeah on, if you online? go to yeah if you go to if you do a search for American Camp Association they will show you all the various areas I mean it's thousands of questions yeah thousands of things by the time you're done it's a day-long process and, yep um, every every area of you know from equipment maintenance to the high ropes to and those are some things we'll talk about with some of the activities and things that we offer here but yeah when you offer a lot of areas when you do day camp overnight you do everything from retreats rental so rental is a separate area than the summer camp would mm-hmm. be and so it ends up being um, a lot of various areas when you offer as much as Luca Crest does for some camps if you're just a day camp and that's all you really do then it's a a really short and probably a little bit easier process. Yeah. But for us, we offer a wide variety, so it gets to be. It's a good. It's a fun day. It is fun to do it, but it's a lot of work, a lot of paperwork. Yeah. So. I I remember that day, and I I didn't even have to do much of that paperwork stuff. I just had to do a quick interview with the the reps that came out, and they looked around the waterfront and said, "Yep, looks good," and then they left. So. My my day was pretty quick and easy in terms of ACA stuff. And it's certainly not one person. As the site director, I would say, yes, I kind of oversee it, and I mm-hmm. make sure that everybody has their areas, and I'm double-checking, but it's definitely more communications and logistics. Yep. It's not like I'm doing all of it. Um, Bonnie, of course, in the food service area, she's responsible for making sure that that passes. And besides that, the food service for Bonnie also has other... I mean, it's the health inspector that comes as mm-hmm. well, so she gets tested twice because uh we we have a licensed kitchen we do and yep she is a licensed food service director so Mm. i know big title right there it is it is so yeah so that's kind of fun and it kind of gives a little overview of when you think about all the things that camp does and all the areas that are going on but it's not just program it's not just summer it's year round yep um so when we talk about right now, we're kind of in more retreat season mode. We mentioned that it is November. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, I think, sometimes think, oh, well, you must kind of shut down after summer's over. But no, nope. not at all. We have a group that just arrived. Shout out to the Southwest Northwest Synod Spouses. They will be here this weekend. We have uh, a group from Concordia College coming to do service projects tomorrow. Yeah, very cool. Every weekend's a little different from, I mean, the retreats take on, some of them are ones that we sponsor. Meaning, um, for example, we have the creative retreat coming Mm -hmm. up soon. Um, We take registrations for that and we do all the programming and that one's probably almost full. I think at this point we can only take about 25 to 30 people for that retreat. Then we also have the huge youth retreats that'll be coming up in February. Um, We do a one for fourth through sixth grade and one for seventh through ninth grade. So check those out on our website. Yeah. Uh, registration will be opening up soon for those. Um, but that's a little different where we bring in and do all of the programs. So we are programming it. And then there's the rental side of things, which is probably the majority of our weekends, where you know we'll book three, four, sometimes five groups, anything from youth to women's groups, men's groups, um, families, We'll have, sometimes it's a business, like KXRA is going to have a business afternoon on a Wednesday out here where they're doing some some stuff. Um, I just booked a 90th birthday party for Ooh. a lady. I know, I'm so excited. Congratulations um, to that lady. She will be here in August. She'll be coming in August mm, okay. 2017. And 
Her whole family's really excited because that was her, she said, when she celebrated her 80th, she just wanted to go to Luther Crest for her 90th birthday. That's adorable. Isn't that awesome? And so I'm really excited that they're going to be able to be here. Um, and we have at least four weddings already booked for the summer. Lots of, like I said, family reunions. So renting the facility out is kind of another. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people realize all of the ways that they can come, all the different events from Cub Scouts to school groups, environmental education to the ropes course. You can yeah. Project Confidence, we have the low lens, low ropes, and tree tops, which is our high ropes course. Yeah. Which so is closed right now. It is closed, unfortunately. Open back up for around April. Yeah, probably sometime Depends on, on when the, the snow melts. Um, so, yeah, we, there's there's a lot of, uh, the, of ways that people can come out to camp. Mm-hmm. That's not just summer camp, which... Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've talked to people too that say, oh, now that now that summer's over, I bet it's nice and quiet out at camp. And uh, well, some days, other days, uh, not quite so much. Well, speaking of retreat groups, <laughs> exactly. Um, we just, uh, just had a visitor. That, from, yep, we had a little pause there for uh, Miss Lindy, who is uh, she lives in Minnesota. Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Are we? I don't Do you know. have to cut that out. Maybe I'll cut that out. I'll just bleep well, it. Well, she signs that it's okay for us to use things. <laughs> We're all good. Maybe we'll just bleep the last name or something. Um, but yeah, so we were talking. Well, there's a lot of ways people can use camp. Mm-hmm. Apart from summer camp, and then uh, yeah, I was telling I was telling about how people will come up to me and say, "I bet you're super bu- or super not busy now that summer's over." And you know, there are some days where, uh, like yesterday, it was it was pretty quiet. It was just a lot of kind of set up and getting some things cleaned. But then there are other days where it's just things, groups, and meals, and all kinds of good stuff. Well, and we have a lot of events, too. So besides what we call, okay, what's the difference between a retreat and an event? Well, an event, like recently, like we do some fundraisers. Yep. Like, um, not just, too long ago. Uh, did one. Yeah. The the name has changed. It was actually, I want to say it's the 27th annual. Used to be the quilt auction. Mm-hmm. We have changed kind of the format a little. So now it's the marketplace extravaganza. And we... Um, sell all kinds of different items. So we do have quilts that are for sale. In fact, we're still extending it. We had a few items that didn't sell, so they are online yeah. right now. So Ludacrest.org. buy some, they can certainly go still buy some, is that some on? Craft. Is that on the Facebook page? It's on the Facebook page, and I think it's also on, you can also get there on the website, too. Okay, so, so if you're interested in buying anything uh, that has not yet sold from the quilt marketplace extravaganza uh you can find that on facebook just search for luther crest or you can go to luthercrest.org and i know we already sold there were only about 30 items left and i know we already sold two of them yeah that's going going fast that's exciting christmas gifts you're looking for kind of a unique it's yeah it's true uh the the runner that is currently sitting on my desk underneath the computer where we're recording this 
was purchased at uh, at the marketplace. It's beautiful. Yes, shades of blue, the brown. Mm. Oh, very Minnesotan. Just picture it. Yeah, it's yeah. very Minnesotan. In fact, I think that is Minnesota fabric. In case you didn't know that. Ooh, fun fact. I did not know that. But I am not a quilter, but I try to learn from the quilt ladies mm. and folks who help me organize the event. And every year, <laughs> Minnesota selects certain fabric that is called Minnesota fabric, and it's Ooh. like a big deal if you have something that has that fabric in it. So there you go, Luke. Little did you no, know. No, I, I. How much that was worth? It worth a lot more now. <laughs> so if you're interested in buying this table runner, uh, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna sell it because it's pretty awesome. Um, it's now worth two hundred thousand no. dollars. Maybe to me. Exactly. Um, so uh, a big part of that, like we kind of were mentioning, is quilts, um, mm -hmm. and that is our kind of our partner churches. Um, you know, as as good Lutherans, uh, many of them have quilting groups or people who do quilts, uh, and they send them in to Luthercrest every year, and then we uh, we used to auction them off, and now we just kind of sell them for uh, a set price, or they can kind of negotiate on the price. We found a that bit. the prices when we were doing the live auction, the prices were getting a little lower mm -hmm. than even some of the value. And I think I don't. If you're not a quilter, you don't like you just a good example. You didn't realize how yeah. valuable that item was. And so, if people don't understand what the value is, they don't realize that they probably should be bidding a little higher on it. It yep. is worth more. But you know, uh, we decided to. Hey, if we put a price and explain, this is why it's a valuable item. And I was really, it was a, a little risk. We weren't sure how it was going to turn out, but it turned out really well. And we actually um, increased the amount that we made. And all the money from that event goes to our ability to give scholarships out to campers in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, are unable to pay the full price of camp. And so that's great, obviously. Yeah. Do, we, do we have a final number on what we made? We are right now, because we still have, it is ongoing, we still yep. have some items, so again, I keep adding more to it. We're just, we're on our way to $19,000. Wow. Um, we're a little over 18000 for the entire event, which is, um, last year we went just a little above fifteen, sixteen thousand. 16000 Yeah, so we've we've made about 3000 more yeah. since last year, and we still have... Yeah, and we're still, we'll be selling, for sure, till, you know, Christmas yeah. time, it will, we'll keep... We'll keep sawing until then, so until well, we get rid of the, um, the the items that are that are left. And there, there's a lot that are really nice, and so some of them we picked out that were more Christmassy. Mm -hmm. um, see all the pictures online to check them out. Um, and we'll do it as a part of our Christmas bake sale, which kind of leads into that as well. That's another event. Yeah. Um, yesterday, our food service folks, they uh, a huge mailing went out to over. 5,000 people on the mailing list now, it, I think. There was a lot of paper out on the uh, on the conference yeah. table. So I know that we now, for that for our bake sale, it's definitely between ten dollars and $12,000. That um, is our goal mm -hmm. for this year. Um, and we deliver all the way to Fargo. We deliver all the way to the cities. Anything on the I-94 corridor kind of area. Sure. Um, and then a lot of people just most come and pick them up out here. Mm -hmm. That helps us out a lot. I think we've uh, we've shipped some. A few. Mm -hmm. We're still kind of working on that side of things. That's a new area for us to be shipping the cookies and items. I didn't bring in a sheet. I should have all the different things that we do have for sale, but it's 
probably what 10 15 kinds of cookies there's breads there's we can uh, um, we could look that up uh, at luthercrest.org yes um, which is once again that and website you can, you can order online or you can download there's a printable um, order form as well and that we just sent out posters to churches so they can put those up with all the goodies there's pies and um, trays that have a, a sort of, the assortment trays have been growing in popularity I think people just kind of want something to put out at Christmas and so they just um, they're like well I'll just put all the goodies in there and we'll that way they don't have to put it together it's already mm -hmm. done and ready to go I know that there's some other assorted items on there too yeah I just looked it up um, and uh, we'll probably get into this also a little bit more because um, I think we'll have an episode about cookies and how that's going and how many dozen we've made so far and how many dozen we have more to go uh, but we have about 10 kinds of cookies a couple different kinds of bread different candies different pies um, yeah basically anything that you could ever want to eat at Christmas time you can buy from Luther Crest and this year, a new thing that we're doing, and Troy would be the one to talk to about that. He's mm -hmm. in charge of that. But um, Troy is one of our ministry associates, and he works with uh, about six to seven different churches. And he's going to try to do it because sometimes at Christmas time, you have churches looking for different new ways to do a fundraiser. Yeah. And so he's going to set it up so that his churches will use our order form, but we increase the amount a little bit. So that it covers our cost, but then that little extra um, cost, then the church will get. Oh, that's as exciting. As a fundraiser for their youth group. So if yeah. there are churches out there that want to use our cookie sale as kind of a way for them to have a fundraiser at Christmas at their church, that's a new thing we're trying out to see. So hopefully it'll work out well and yeah. more churches taking advantage of that. So Yeah, so this year's kind of the... Uh, the trial run. The trial run, and then <laughs> yeah. hopefully... In the future, we'll, uh, we'll do yeah. a little bit more of that. Yeah. So, so um, that that's kind of the event side. Uh, and then we talked some about the retreats, but let's say that I was a I was a person and I want to come out to Luthercrest for something. Sure. Uh, what could I do out here at camp? That's, it might be kind of a, a big well, question. But. There's so many different things you can do, but um, and it, a lot of it's seasonal. Yeah. So if you're coming, um, well, we're moving into winter, so mm -hmm. we'll start with that because I love fall and winter. Um, in the winter, when we have snow, that doesn't mean that we don't have lots of activities. And I think some people think, oh, well, the lake's frozen. We don't, you know. Well, actually, uh, we have all kinds of games going on. You I know, know what a frozen lake means. The broom ball. Exactly. So. And so we'll have broom ball on the lake, and we clear that off for groups that come. We have snowshoes. Um, we have skis. So uh, we have a tubing hill. So there's all kinds of outdoor activities that can still happen. We don't charge extra for renting any of that. It's just a part of your event. If you came out mm -hmm. just for a day with your group, there'd probably be a day fee per person. Um, but then you get to kind of do all those fun things. Um, and then for some groups, they're coming out also for confirmation or they want Bible study or worship or campfire. Yep. That can happen year-round, any time of year. Um, always the team building. Um, even in the winter, we can still do team building in the gym. Mm -hmm. We have a 
very large gymnasium. So that's the other part too, is that you have a place where you can still play games. You can do half court basketball. You can have the volleyball net up. So you can still be doing active recreational things, but then also in your schedule, you know, have whatever it is that you need to meet about as well. So like I said, if it's a Bible study or you're doing a confirmation activity. Yeah. So lots of space available for lots of groups to be out here. It depends on the size. I mean, it can be anything from, you know, 10 people all the way up to some weekends where one church, we do have one coming up that will be bringing almost 120 some kids just yep. from their one church. They pretty much take the whole place. So, you know, it just depends. Um, again, it could be adult groups. It could be family groups. It could be youth groups. Um, mm-hmm. So. And then we, uh, you, they can kind of choose the amount of programming uh, that's provided to them by Luther Crest. Uh, so if they want to just have a campfire and just kind of do all their own campfire things, uh, they can do that. Or we can provide like a like a worship or even just like sing a couple campfire songs while roasting marshmallows. Um, any of that good stuff. And every group it's a little different. What yeah. they want. Some of them they want it to be that it's their programming, you know, they want to have a little bit more control of that. Sometimes it's nice for them to not have to worry about some part of their retreat. Um, some groups, a few of them, we have a couple buildings where you can actually, small groups can even provide their own meals. Yeah. Um, and so, but again, that's within the boundaries of a few spaces that we have that have the capability of doing that. Um, otherwise, most of the time, it's almost easier for groups to have us just do breakfast, lunch, dinner, brunch on Sunday. Sometimes we'll do their snacks in the evening for mm-hmm. them too. And so you can have lodging, meals, everything all provided, plus have all kinds of places to to go to, to play outside. So yeah, it's, I think it's a good a good option for, especially for those that, I don't, I don't know that enough kids get outside to just play as much anymore as they used to. And yeah. so that's what I love about this. Yeah, you could stay at your church and you could do all your stuff inside. But here, I mean, that's the idea of outdoor ministry. Sure. That outdoor piece, I think, is something that we have that is different than what you're going to be able to get anywhere else. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's also sometimes just nice to, to get away from mm-hmm. the place that you're used to. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you, like, I, I grew up in a, a church in Moorhead where it's, flat and no hills and buildings everywhere all around and so if I you know we go and do like a retreat at the church and it's you know you know the place that I I go to church all the time but if you know you want to go out to camp uh, it's a little bit different perspective a little more out in the woods um, and it uh, I don't know, helps you think a little bit more kind of focus in on what you're doing mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I think it's proving that if you want to um, do faith development or if you want, I mean, even for adults, most pastors out there will say that they had some kind of a camp experience. I mean, I think it's like 90 to 95% of people who are pastors. Somehow they had some faith development, faith building experience, whether it was summer camp or whether it was a retreat or whatever it was. my nephew never came. My nephew, who was from Alexandria, he didn't come for summer camp, but he continues and still talks about the communion 
um, first communion retreat mm-hmm. that he did. And he, you know, they made a chalice. They did a little mini grape thing. They learned about one. I mean, they just combined a really neat event. Um, and the fact that the church could come here, have lots of breakout spaces, bring 50 to 60 kids out to learn about communion. He thought that was just the best thing ever. So, yeah. Um, and it was just a day event. It wasn't anything, you know, that was overnight or any of that kind of stuff. So it can be a... It can be, for him, it was a faith-changing experience, even though it was something that was just a day a day event. So you never know how how it's going to change the people who come here. Um, and for adults, many of them just say they want a place where they can come. And the true meaning of retreat, sometimes you can schedule a retreat so much that you don't retreat while you're here. So sometimes it's just having a place to come where it's just quiet and you get to just catch your breath, too. So yeah. Very cool. And if anybody is interested in learning more about retreats or possibly scheduling a retreat, who should they contact? Well, they can contact me. They can contact Luther Crest. And they can, um, usually it's nice to have an idea of what it is that you want. Yeah. Um, You know, is there a certain time of year? How many people? Those kinds of things. Do you want meals, not want meals? So it's good if you kind of have an idea of what you're looking for. But... Yeah, they can contact me. Um, our number, you can call camp, obviously, 320-846-2431. Or you can email me as well. So. And what what was your email in yeah. case they want to send jo- it out to you? It's Jody J, J-O-D-Y-J, at luthercrest.org. Very exciting. It's exciting. And uh, so retreats and some events, kind of scheduling that kind of stuff. Um, is there a, I don't know, anything else you want to chat about your your job and what you do as a site director? As a site director. Well, you know, site director is one of those, it can mean just about anything, but I think mostly for me, site director is kind of the overall logistics and communication. I just finished up doing some staff evaluation conversations, checking mm-hmm. in with everybody. Um, obviously it's you know some of that HR it's also doing their, their retreats um, I think it also is helping out with um, for example the office stuff we just um, our summer registration that was a big thing last week that we were trying to get set up um, so site doesn't always just mean like physical land site the site of Luther Crest yeah. it could also be like looking at are we ready to go for November 1st online summer registration? Already ready to go, which you can already register for summer right now too. So that's kind of a part, making sure everything's ready to go for that. Um, projects, volunteers, um, this weekend, like I said, we have a group coming for that. So, and we welcome, we, you know, we're really trying to build up our volunteer. Um, and you've probably seen, what are some of the ways that you've seen volunteers come since you've been here? Um. The, I would say probably the the biggest kind of influx of volunteers that we've had recently would be on the cabins. Um, so not only did we have the, the mission builders out here who like lived out here and worked out here all summer, uh, but we also had volunteers, I want to say, almost every single day from May until kind of early October. 
Um, and it has died down. However, the cabins are not finished. And yeah. we, <laughs> we still need the volunteers. <laughs> so that part has not changed. I just think sometimes, again, it's that we talked about that idea of, oh, Luther Crest, it's only summer. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. And we still need and we still have folks that are here that are, please call. You know, if you have a group that, for some folks now, they may have less work to do than they did in the summer. Yeah. And so, hey, pick a day, pick an afternoon, pick a weekend, whatever it might be. I know we're going to be sending out more information about a week that we're setting aside in December. Uh, most of the outdoor work on the cabins was done, but we still have a lot of work inside mm-hmm. them to do. So hopefully people will see that as a fun, I don't know, thing to do in November, December, January. We'd like to have them ready to go by January, but we need the volunteers to do that. We really do. Yeah, I uh, I remember we had the the parents of one of our summer staff members come out once a week, almost all winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a couple who were pretty invested in Luther Crest and uh, really supportive of kind of the ministry that we're doing out here, and they they painted some bathrooms. They I don't even remember all of the stuff that they did. It was a lot. Yeah, and it kind of obviously, it's seasonal, depends on winter, there's only certain projects that you can do in the winter, not that we don't have volunteering. The bake sale, Bonnie and Sue need a lot of help making all those cookies we're doing for the Christmas bake sale. Mm -hmm. We always need volunteers for various events that we're doing. Um, There's always, like I said, besides the indoor, if you like more construction, you like baking, you like in the summer, you like doing more of the outdoor gardening kind of things, we always need help with that. Um, there's always buckthorn. There's always buckthorn, the invasive species that is taking over. Yes, we can always remove buckthorn. Um, um, but yeah, we also had some volunteers come and help us cut down some trees last year while we were getting ready for the new cabins. When you were splitting um, wood earlier today, saying we are running out of wood, so we yeah. need a group to come and do that. So come there's lots of, volu- wood. lots of volunteer projects that we can, as long as and, you know, stays weather like this. Um, date, yeah. Days like this, it's only like 45 degrees, but it feels like about <laughs> 70 out there in the sun. It's real nice. Um, let's see. One other thing, exciting news that happened three days ago. We kind of mentioned it. Uh, summer registrations are now open for the summer of 2017 yep. camp. I know we have about six to ten registered already and that's great and our first early bird deadline is february 14th easy mm-hmm. to remember valentine's, valentine's day. day um you get 175 dollars off if you register by which february. is a that's a pretty big that's chunk of change enough. that's enough to make it happen so yeah yeah and we and, and it becomes an issue we have so which is a great thing for us i'm yeah. very grateful that we are in a situation where there are some programs that will start to fill up with that early bird deadline so many people want to get that 175 off that we have a lot of people who will be registering by that date. So it also becomes a matter of making sure that your program that you want or that your your um, that the camper wants is not full yeah. by then too. Well, there's plenty of spots open. Cause plenty we right got, now. got upwards of about, what, 2,000 spots total, and there's 10 of them filled up. So <laughs> There you go. So we got some space, but that space is going to fill up mm-hmm. real fast. And uh, it's yeah. hard to believe February seems like a long ways away, but it's it's going to come up it's quick. Come very quickly, yes. 
Um, and the, the next deadline, of course, is April 25th, and then you mm -hmm. still get $75 off. Which is still, still a good deal. Good. Yeah. But, yeah. But if we can, it's, it's, I think it helps with, that's the other thing that opened was um, summer staff, summer staff uh, applications were open November 1st. November 1st for us was like a day when everything was happening all at one time. Um, and so it helps us if we can get folks registered early, then we know how many campers we're going to have. It helps yeah. when Maddie will be out recruiting. And just, like I said, we're already taking applications mm -hmm. for staff. I think we've got, again, about about six or seven of those in so far. So, uh, yeah. It's a lot of things happening. Lots of things Even happening. in November. Luke, it's Af crazy. Even after summer, when everything slows down. Yes. It doesn't slow it down. It doesn't slow down. Just changes, but it doesn't really slow down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're uh, if you're interested in, in retreats or events or volunteering or summer camp or uh, working here or volunteering here or doing anything at camp, uh, remember that it's not just during the summer, it's all year round. Uh, you can find more information at luthercrest.org uh, search that in Google or just type it in um, there's also our Facebook page Luthercrest uh, what other social media things and we got an we Instagram have a Twitter, and a Twitter yeah yep, so just search Luthercrest yeah yep. we're we're everywhere um, and then yeah if you have if you have questions about retreats or events or anything like that you can email Jody at jodyj at luthercrest.org. Um, yeah, and thank you very much for listening. Jody, thanks for being here today. Thanks, Luke. And uh, we'll, we'll have to get you on the show again soon. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs>